these women are lunatics <laughs> in the best yes. way. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And the Vanderpump drama continues this week, along with the Jersey drama, along with just so, 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 so much Bravo drama. And we love it so much. But first, virtual reality has to issue an apology to the state of Oklahoma, Evan. Because <laughs> we I- were talking about Raquel Rachel's potential regional theater foray after this season of Vanderpump Rules. And Danny, you made a joke about her possibly starring in Oklahoma, the musical. The musical. Yes, many a new day. I would sing the entire things, but I don't know how those rights work. Oklahoma, I don't want her to be in the state of Oklahoma because Oklahoma is a magical state. I don't think you guys want Raquel there. But what I'm saying is if there's a regional theatrical, if there's a regional theatrical production of Oklahoma, Raquel will be there with her tap shoes on. So shout out to her. <laughs> Even though I don't know if she'll get cast. I don't, well, because she might be busy uh, writing notes up about going to the reunion because that's what she's doing. I mean, we got the update that Raquel will be there in person at the reunion because there were a lot, there were a lot of questions with this whole Sheena restraining order situation, but she's going to be there. Sheena's going to be there. We're going to work it out. We're going to get sides from both girls and it all will be well for the fans. I'm not sure if all will be well for the cast, but. <laughs> oh, they will be unwell. Deeply. You know what? Now, because this past episode, when Ariana and Tom were like really supportive of Raquel in the fight against even like Ariana's calling them like like the mean girl energy. She didn't mean it like in a rude way, just like Lala, Christina Kelly, and Katie together. Like there, there's a powerful trio there that you don't really want to be on the receiving end of. It's very difficult for me to wrap my mind around the idea that Raquel is fighting people and being crazy. So she was trying to mediate between uh, them and Raquel being like, okay, I get both sides. Can everyone just like enjoy my pool party? But Tom Sandoval was like getting, kind of pulling a Patricia Peter from Atlanta and sometimes Potomac, getting involved in women's business. And Ariana was not having. Katie, here's the thing with you. If somebody doesn't have your exact perspective, they're somehow wrong. Tom, I'm walking away because I'm not doing Tom against the girls thing. I love how Ariana kind of loosely broke the fourth wall in that moment. She was like, I'm leaving. And then she explained the reason I'm leaving is because I'm not doing Tom versus the girls, which I thought was really, really funny. It's always refreshing to see someone kind of chip away at that fourth wall a little bit. And oh. she was she was done with it. But then she was like kind of playing mediator the entire pool party, because then when at the fan with the Katie hotel room in Mexico and Sheena's wedding, I love how her solution was, okay, let's ask Katie to name her price. No, what's your price? That would be the moment, and this is how Katie is a stronger and more stubborn woman than me. I would have, I would have crashed for double the price of the hotel room. If she, would. okay, if, if they asked me to name my price, I would have named my price. I would have done double, maybe triple. Mm-hmm. If you, okay, you, Sheena was willing to Venmo a thousand. Okay, can you Venmo me 2,000? Yeah, what about 2,400? From you? From the bridesmaid who didn't book, and from Brock. <laughs> right, they can all pitch in <laughs> to get it situated. I would have won 100% uh, taking the money and ran, but maybe it was worth it for Katie to have that front row view to Sheena's wedding that she said she wasn't interested in. We have really good seats to this wedding. <laughs> but ultimately, we see in this fast forward moment, it's her and Christina on the balcony, looking at Sheena, walking down the aisle, saying they got the best view in the house. And I love that it really is a full circle from when Christina Kelly was judging Sheena's wedding with Stassi that they also showed. It really, like, 
Christina Kelly finds her way around town to, and by town, I mean, Sheena's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Kind of interesting that she always pops up when Sheena's getting married. I know. Uh, and speaking of popping up at places that I want to pop them back down, Schwartz in this episode, re- I know we're all like, let's go after Tom Sandoval, but Schwartz needs some flames coming his way too. Because when he made the joke, like when he was like, oh, maybe I'll say I'll get back with her to get a room back. Hey, she doesn't want you. She divorced you. And B, when he was like taunting her and like she was like about to cry outside and he like didn't get the hint. I just okay. want to go home. This is not f-ing fair. I'm going to get you an Uber. No. You look cute. I'm making it so much worse. Okay, I'm sorry. And the part that broke me, I don't know if it broke you too, where she was like, he never supported me and I thought it was a wife thing, but I guess it was just a Katie thing. I know my heart did break for Katie in that moment. And it was really uncomfortable seeing Schwartz not accost her, but sort of just like, like seeing Katie wait outside for the Uber being bothered by Schwartz. It just, it wasn't helping. And like you said, there were some like cues that he wasn't picking up on. Mm -hmm. Eventually he did retreat back inside the home and he let Katie be in peace there waiting for her Uber. But yeah, it was, it was definitely like uncomfortable, a little ick factor there. It was uncomfortable. And that's why I feel like Katie's revving up even with like everything in the wedding. So we're curious about, uh, all of your guys' thoughts. Would you, if you were Katie, would you have given up your room for Sheena's bridesmaid? Or is the view priceless? I, they didn't even need the binoculars. See, that's the thing. And the robes look so nice. And the hotel is stunning. So I'm like, let's price them down. And it's Christina Kelly's birthday. Well, and it also kind of worked out for Sheena because I know that Christina came hard for the crop top wedding dress, but unquestionably Sheena looked stunning on her wedding day. So maybe it kind of worked out because Christina got to see how gorgeous Sheena looked. So a win for everyone. Christina got a show on her birthday. Sheena got to redeem herself from the crop top wedding dress era. All is good. All is well. Lip balm for all as Charlie. (laughs) Well, where things are not all good is uh, down the shore in Jersey because the ladies there, of course, Missy G's house always has a blowout, usually tequila inspired because Joe Gorga's pouring tequila down everyone's mouth, literally. And we got to see Danielle get a little more activated than we've ever seen her before uh, with Jackie kind of like really coming after this whole story about Danielle and her brother. And she's like, I think there's something deeper there. And I think it's going to be the bear that Jackie's going to poke a lot at Danielle. I Okay, so Jackie, I feel like is a natural truth seeker. And I think that she is genuinely curious about the situation because I'm curious. I want to know more about Danielle's situation with uh, her brother. And, you know, we can only fit so much into these episodes. So I feel like she's doing her best to share, but like also from Jackie's perspective, like I want to know more, like I want the whole like Diane Sawyer, like 2020 treatment. Like let's like, let's really lay out all the facts and, and get to know you girl. But I feel like Danielle probably doesn't love all the poking and the prodding. I th- I think that maybe Jackie could have poked and prodded a little bit more gently. Or have a sit down where she's like, oh, I don't, because Jackie, I feel like was doing the thing where she was communicating her thoughts really well to like her crew, where she's like, I have a weird relationship with my sister. We don't talk. Like, so I know there's things that's going on. So if her and Danielle had a sit down chat. Maybe they could each like pick out each other's outfits for one another because that that is a sensitive topic for one of them. And, and then like kind of talk it through. I feel there could have been 
some some Staten Island love there, but there is no love in sight, I don't think. Do you know what's so interesting is I just, I see with Danielle that there is potential for a future friendship with Jackie and with Rachel Fuda. I think Ooh. as we just get more into Danielle yeah. being a full-time cast member, I I just predict that one day she's going to be close with both Jackie and with Fuda. I think that's going to happen. I mean, that's a dream brunch for me. So I would love that to happen. Yeah, we're manifesting that. They will not have pizza at that brunch made from Joe Gorga's <laughs> pizza oven. That I because I, Bravo gave us like half a clip for a sneak peek of next week, but that half had a quarter of a million dollars being discussed because that is what Teresa is saying now. She's like, she kind of did a Bethany. She's like, I'm gonna mention it all. I'm gonna speak the truth. Um, I'll yeah, be honest sure. with you. There was a business stealing, and my fiance lost a quarter of a million dollars. And she said that this investment issue with Joe Gorga and Louie because Joe asked Louie for money and it turned out that Louie lost $250,000 and that's why they don't talk or that's why it's a very frayed relationship is the reason all this animosity is going down. What do you think about that? Well, I'm not great at math, so my eyes glazed over thinking about all the numbers. I, I don't understand the quarter of the million, the 5%, the 50%. That's really not important to me. What is important to me is the fact that we lost out on another like toaster oven situation from a Bravo Liberty where Sonia wasn't able to reach the finish line. You know, it would have been cool if Louie and Joe had been able to make this pizza toaster oven a reality. Cause I, I probably would have purchased it. Oh, I would have too. And their tagline could have been, it's not deliver, it's the drama. And like, they would have just really, I mean, Joe Gorga, I don't have $250,000, but I'll invest with it for you. We can have <laughs> yeah. something going. They could have a mar, like a margarita pizza. They could really, like Jersey could have all come together and had a moment. But unfortunately, I think Teresa revealing this to who's at the, Aiden and uh, the Cabrals, I feel it's just gonna, this is the moment where we apparently, I feel, get to this explosive finale that resulted in the Gorgas not going to the wedding. I just, I mean, it's really truly is so shocking to me that there is a pizza toaster oven to blame for for the majority of the of the discord. I know that we still have to get to those cheating rumors, but the fact that it began with some toaster oven discourse is kind kind of amazing to me and honestly so on brand it, for the Real Housewives of New Jersey. It is so so Jersey that it really is perfect. And so far from the episodes we've seen there is no toaster oven drama in Thailand, but there is a lot of drama for Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3 uh, in Thailand that's out now. We chatted with Candace to kick it all off this premiere and everything like that. And Evan, she was absolute heaven, right? Oh my God, she, she was so great. She had, she had a lot to say about her experience in Thailand from uh, her thoughts on Giselle's messiness. She, she even called Giselle a demon in our interview. So uh, a lot to say about that. She also broke down her, her kind of beef with Portia and how they kind of handled it in Thailand. And then of course she shared her thoughts all about the scandal. Candace, we are so excited to talk to you about Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 3 because everyone, mm. since BravoCon and that trailer dropped, oh we've been gosh. waiting for this. Yes, it's been a long time coming. Yes. Like, we had no idea that trailer was coming and it was like an extended trailer. We were just sitting oh. there like, oh my God, what is this? And then it disappeared and we didn't see anything for months. You, you said the trip was 
kind of a trip from hell here and there. A little bit. Mm -hmm. Gearing up, going down memory lane again a little bit. Are you looking at it through different glasses or still? No, looking, watching it, I, it's really funny. It didn't feel that way in the moment because I'm, I, it was just traumatic for me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But it's, it looks like I was watching like I wasn't there mm. when I watched the first three episodes. It's, it's really good and mm -hmm. it's meaty and these women are lunatics <laughs> in the best yes. way and it works because I wasn't sure if, it, if this group would work because it was kind of random. We were it, all kind of looking like, this is who's going? It, it did work yeah. out really well. It was a great group of women and I'm so glad that you guys got to go to beautiful Thailand yes. instead of like Bluestone Manor. Right. Like how grateful are you that you didn't end up at Hotel Giselle? <laughs> Like, I would <laughs> I would not have been there. Yes, I would have politely declined. Danny and I are so glad that Leah had you on this trip because she she had a rough time. A rough time, and it was so our rooms were next to each other. Mm -hmm. So and we shared a closet, like our like the okay. doors to there were two doors. It was like a Jack and Jill closet. Oh, okay. yeah. That's a bonding. So moment. I would like sneak and be like, "What you doing in here, girl?" <laughs> and she would come in my room and like download me and whatever happened. So like when she had to go to the hospital, yeah. I was like beside myself because I was already anxious to be so far from home yeah. I'm like a naturally anxious person so my mind is like what if I get sick what if you go to the hospital what if this happens or if that and so then when my friend does get sick and goes to the hospital in a foreign country it's like the worst thing ever and then it just felt like some of the women were not concerned with her absence which felt even worse. It reminded me a lot of Potomac mm. when I got to Miami and Wendy was gone yeah. because of a, like a contentious situation. And it's like, my friend is not here. She's alone somewhere. And I'm like feeling all these feelings for her. I know, but I feel like they really pushed, I don't know if they pushed her to that limit or just so happens. Cause it seems like a lot of the ladies, they were like, okay with her night one. Yeah. But then the second she like, had half a flaw where she was right. just like stressed and tired, chugging Red Bulls right. left and right. Jet lag. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone just kind of like, oh, she's the enemy. Yes. Uh, I, I just shot a movie in Atlanta for BET. Like, if you want to roll, like, let's, let's get you some scripted things. We're not doing that here. Like, you're not an actor. So, like, all this fake mm. mess. And again, it, like, was triggering. It took me back to Potomac where there was a lot of bad acting with people that just wanted to clutch their pearls and pretend like they were, you know, victims. So, yeah, like, let's let's find something real to be mad about or just don't be mad. Yes. Because it was very much on the boat um, on Alexia's day. It just seemed like Portia and Giselle were like, okay, we're going to get her today. Mm. And they tried. They did try. Operative you, word, tried. I give you a lot of credit, too, for opening up A to, like, these women you barely know, but also to open up in front of the woman you do know. Yes. To show any, because we've seen in the past whenever someone shows a little bit of vulnerability. vulnerability. Like blood in the water. <laughs> yes. Let's get them. Yeah. Did you feel, I mean, because we've, we've seen the first half of this uh, Ultimate Girls trip, mm -hmm. was she at least a little more understanding of while traveling? Or is that a stupid question to ask? Um, I mean, I don't <laughs> want to insult you, but <laughs> it, it's just... You you can't expect humanity from just a rock. Like, rocks don't have feelings. Rock in a hard place. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is Chris feeling now after 
the reunion because Giselle said she was gonna come for With all Chris. These all the, she had we, a whole lot to say. <laughs> she might have lied to us about. <laughs> she was like, "I'm bringing a stack." Chris was like, "So you said you had all this other stuff to say." We're, we're waiting. Right here's your, here's your, you have the floor. Right. And she's like, "Oh, I, you know, I'm I'm just not gonna say anything right now." And I was really proud of Chris because he he really, I think, emoted well, yeah. and I was happy that he finally got to speak on the stage where you know everybody's eyes and ears are open, um, and we left everything there. What did you think about the? anticipation from the fans to see oh. how you and Portia would oh interact because we, it's like everyone was like on the edge of their seat to yeah. see whether you would become best friends, right. lethal enemies. Right. Like how did that make you feel going into it? Very apprehensive. And I, she told me later, or she said later, that she was also like nervous. Yeah. Um, because, so she was announced much later to our cast. I think Tinsley was supposed to be mm -hmm. there first, and I was, you know, I was excited to meet her as well. Um, but when Portia was announced, I was excited because Portia is obviously a great housewife. Um, but then it was like, oh God, we're gonna have to talk about our beef and like, what is she gonna be like? And then I don't, I, contrary to popular belief, I don't like eating people for lunch. <laughs> it's not my. You know, it's not my first, it's not my go-to. Go <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to have to, like, get into it with her and, like, end her life mm -hmm. with my mouth. Like, I don't want to have to do that. Because <laughs> you can. You could. If you want to. But I don't like to do mm -hmm. it. Like, okay. leave me alone. Stay off my porch, as <laughs> yeah. I say. Well, the porch light is always on. Stay off my porch. Even Giselle was saying, she's like, oh, Candace never is going to start something, but she'll know how to finish it. Which How do you feel about that assessment, by the yeah. way? Yeah, so that was, I was laying in bed watching the, the episodes and Chris was asleep. And she said that and I was like, well, ain't that a bitch? Like, ain't that something? And it's, it's interesting because it's, it's, it was, it was, it was less than smart on her part to say that because she revealed her cards, right? Like, this is someone who likes to play like she is keeping it real, you know, asking the questions everybody wants to mm -hmm. know and is not aware of the way that the things that she says and how they might affect people. But you, and then she, because she acts like most of the time with me that I'm, why is Candace emotional? I don't understand mm -hmm. why she's getting upset or kind of gaslighting me when I do get upset about something that someone has said to me. But you have just shown that anytime I'm upset, it's because someone has come to me and tried to garner a reaction from me. Danny and I want to applaud you for doing the Lord's work in your quest for the truth <laughs> regarding <laughs> Portia's marriage and how that happened. I mean... Uh, do you still have questions? Do you feel like you were satisfied with her explanation? Um, I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna be satisfied with that explanation. No. It was it was a PR answer, mm -hmm. and you. It, at this point, I guess it doesn't matter because they're married and they look happy. Mm -hmm. They had a beautiful wedding, mm -hmm. uh, but it, yeah, it was it was definitely a little sketch, like how they got together. For sure. I did yeah. see on your Instagram stories last night that you are now enthralled oh with Scandal. Oh my God, yes! 
What? Unpack? Like, how are you feeling? No with it? one told me. Okay, so what did it for me? Okay. I was talking to Bryce Sander, yes, and he he asked me, and I was like, I don't get the hype. Like, what are these kids? Like, these people are talking and screaming about what a, an affair? I'm Raquel or Rachel? I didn't get it. <laughs> what got it for me was that. Tom and Ariana had been together for 10 years. 10 years. That's when I was like, oh, we're, we ride out tonight. <laughs> and when Bryce told me, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. This is truly a scandal. Like, this is insane. <laughs> and, and, and for me, it's like, okay, there would be no, like, L.A. would have been in center. There'd be nothing left. <laughs> L.A. would be ashes because I would have just breathed fire on every living being and there'd be nothing left. You might this be making me. a stop at Schwartz and Sandy tonight. <laughs> yeah, like, burn it all down. That's what I would have said. And then the trailer, when she's like, what, can I do oh. anything? For you to die. I know. I, know. I, I thought that was polite of her. Right? And the way she said it, like, yeah, girl. Oh. Let's take him out. Right I feel now. she needs yes. an Ultimate Girls trip to get away from yes. the Yes. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.